So Ryan's brother Brent is going to do the best thing that he can think of with a normal Cavendish banana. It's not. It's not what you think. Brent, what what is it you're gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna make caramelized bananas for Ryan and Jeff. Caramelized bananas. It's a dessert. That sounds great. So that sounds like a good thing to do to a banana. Caramelize it, right? And I you're going to do that with some brown sugar and... What else did you need? Butter. Brown sugar, butter. That's basically it. And a banana. <laughs> I mean, fuck it. You need the banana. <laughs> do you have tablespoons somewhere? I must. Measuring devices? I guess I could use... Your spoons are weird, though. I don't know if I can actually use your real spoons. I've got weird spoons. Yeah, your spoons are really... Nobody likes to be told they have weird spoons. Look, I think this segment is really fucked already. <laughs> this is where you got a lot to learn, Brett. Yeah, you have no idea. It's just getting good. Editing magic. We'll save this. Do you have any tablespoons? Or these are all teaspoons. One of those is a tablespoon, right? No, these are teaspoons. One of those teaspoon. is a tablespoon. TSP that's, is a teaspoon. There's no way that's a teaspoon. <laughs> Look at that thing. Wait a minute, that's a teaspoon. Never mind. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna use one of your spoons. I don't know, I used to have it. I don't know what to tell you. Is this a tablespoon or is this a tablespoon? Man, teaspoons are bigger than I remember them. I think I put in too much brown sugar because your spoons are weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound of caramelizing bananas. I never wanted to say anything before, but your spoons are weird. Really? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna try this. Go, go. Fast. It is melting fast. Just get one of these weird, right. somewhat disgusting spoons. Wow, that is good. That is really good. Welcome to No One Can Know About This, a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy. I'm Jeff Ekman. And I'm Ryan Kazmitsky. And here we go, season three, episode 21. We've made it past the big 20 hump. Yes, that imaginary <laughs> hump, we've made it over. For some reason, in my mind, it's a definitive <laughs> marker. My headspace is fully in the old traditional TV seasons of like, oh, last season, that was like a 13 episode TV season. This one, is it gonna be 22? No, it's gonna be <laughs> like a traditional 26, I think. Whatever with that. Mm -hmm. Last episode, we saved Cyan's soul. Or did we? We ha we did something to it. I don't know. Yeah, well, we killed some kind of a demon that was making him worse. Rexo. Rexo. And he's, we stopped him from wrecking his soul. Mm -hmm. The Shemp of Cyan's brain. The Shemp of Cyan's <laughs> brain. We, we got him out of there. We got Curly in. So now we're back in Doma Castle, and we decide to do a little bit of exploring mm -hmm. to make sure that we don't miss anything before we never come back here again. <laughs> so let's do it. Well, that was a long-ass dream. It was a very long dream. I thought I saw Magicite in this king's room in his dream. Yep, Magicite and yes. Xander. I'm loving this. Here, do you want to take, take another crack at Magic Tower? Oh. <laughs> Not really. No? Well, then go somewhere else. <laughs> no, I will. I'll do it if you want. We would probably want a different group, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. We want someone who has There's spells. like a ton of... A ton of setup for this. We're gonna put wall rings on everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if we're gonna do the magic tower next, it's a lot of setup. 
Yeah, we've got to get all of the right people with the right gear equipped so that our strategies will hopefully work. And it's going to take a long time to do that. Yeah, it can take like 15 minutes or more of menuing to get all of this worked out. So we do that. Is there anything else that we need before we... I don't think so. What's weird? <gasps> what does that mean? After a ton of menuing that we cut out, mm -hmm. we're on our way to the magic tower, and I'm like, oh, what's that little hole in the middle of a mountain? Yeah, there's like a mountain with a tiny spot you can land on. Uh-huh. And as soon as you do, it's like form two groups. Yeah, you there's enter no going back. <laughs> yeah, we're like, oh, shit, but everything's equipped wrong. We got to undo it all. Uh <laughs> we have a situation. What? We're jumping off of the airship? What the fuck is split up into two parties? Use the Y button to switch between groups. Dude, what is this? I don't know. So you land outside of this cave, and when you walk in, you sort of realize that you form two parties because this is going to be a situation where, you know, like one group will stand on one switch, which will open the door for the other group as they make it to the next, you know, it's sort of like a leapfrogging, leapfrogging. puzzle situation. Yeah. Which actually is cool because this becomes like, there's like a bigger version of this at the very end of the game. It's a double puzzle situation. Okay. But at this time, we're still set up for the magic tower. I know. Oh wait, nobody's equipped. Oh. The walls are up. We, I fucked this up. I'm good. <laughs> I, we just, I didn't mean to, yeah, dude. No, I, I know. straight up did I not know. mean I'm not, to. I'm not groaning at no, you. I didn't think like, you were, but I'm just like, I'm amazed by it. <laughs> This Final Fantasy Hopscotch. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, this is cool. It's just annoying because we were like on our way to do a different. Thing. I know. I didn't but know what but this. Like, and there wasn't but like, normally are you would, ready normally to go? Normally, we would be like, awesome, yes. I know. It wasn't. And now like I'm our... getting into it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it didn't give us any options. I just don't like changing gears. Yeah. I, I don't like getting all packed <laughs> and ready to go do one thing, and then suddenly get derailed. And even if it's like, oh, I was all packed and ready to go to Six Flags, and someone's like, well, guess what? You're going to Wet and Wild. Well. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, I'd I don't have like, my bathing no, suit. I not. I don't I, I have... want water slides. I want roller coasters. <laughs> this is a really cool thing. It's another cave with some water features in it. Yeah, but the whole dual party thing is yeah, pretty neat. The fact that you've got to be on a switch to open the other switch. I mean, looking at it, it's really, really simple. <laughs> there's nothing to even really solve. Uh, <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> but it's neat. I hope there's a dragon at the end of it. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, what would you even call this? Is this a puzzle? It's a puzzle maze. We're hopping from stone to stone in the middle of lava. Mm -hmm. And we keep finding chests. All the chests are empty. Yeah. What's going on here? Why? What are Why? these for? Dude, this fucking place. Oh, whoa. Is the water cooling the... Yeah. One thing that I do think is cool about this place is the puzzles structurally make sense. Like, mm. you'll drain some water from above into some lava that's on the floor below, which opens up the floor. It's like, you know, it's all connected well, in the ways lava, that like, actually make sense. cools and then evaporates or something, which if you pour water on lava and actually harden it, it's just going to be a bunch of rock that's, like, all covered the floor. Well, I mean, that might be what happened. It could have been what happened. You know, it's all rock now, and you can walk on it. It makes sense, kind of. We turned the lava room into a steam room. Yeah. And now it's all steamy. Okay, well, I'm gonna save. Because I don't need to be redoing anything. 
<laughs> yeah, this place would be such a bummer to have to do any of this again. I know, this is not something that has like a replayability value. Yeah, we're going like, oh, this is cool. And if we had to do any of it a second time, we'd be like, God, fuck, no. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, he only he can walk that way, okay. Yeah, and then I'm supposed to go up here with this guy. Yeah, dragon fight. Dragon fight. Look at him just milling around. He looks so cute. Okay, here we go. Red dragon. Oh, here it comes. He opened up with a bang. Ice three meet you. He's just weird. Not that somehow much perfectly in. equipped for this fight. Like he's not hurting us at all with that attack. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. I was Stumped. like, oh my god, should I do this? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We, yeah, you crushed that. that was... <laughs> Five dragons left. I think this is the point in the game where we're pretty much overpowered for everything. Yeah, I have to say, like, the dragon concept got me really excited because I was like, we're going to fight a bunch of optional super bosses. Right. But they're not even really, like, normal bosses. Well, they're not very hard at all. Because there's eight of them and you can encounter them at any point, right. they're all equally difficult. Exactly. So, so as you, we after get the hard, first yeah. one, none of them were really hard after that. Yeah. Yeah, to be this far into the game and not be feel like this far into four, we were like, I don't, this everything is so hard. Exactly. <laughs> That's a whole three other switches. I say you go back down to lava land. Uh, let's see what's happening with these switches. It, a game doesn't really need to be much bigger than what this is being. So all the treasures in this dungeon are empty except for one, and it's got a ribbon in it. I know, and if you've listened to the previous seasons, you know that ribbons are very, very helpful. Yay! Oh. It's our favorite thing. Uh, we got a ribbon! <laughs> a ribbon prevents you from getting every status effect. Like, it just protects you from all of the status yeah, effects. Poison, blind, you name it. Mm -hmm. Death. It protects you against death. Rub, it protects you against rub. Oh, yeah, you gotta... <laughs> I love that that means something to us because we've played the other games. Yeah. Like, if you get that item and this is your first one, you're like, I, okay. I got a ribbon. Great. Yeah. Oh, shit! Oh, oh my God! Lock! Lock! You were in here? Yeah, this is where Lock is. Unbeknownst to us, we actually, like, hadn't found the clue yet. Mm -hmm. we, we just happened upon it. Right. And he's here at the bottom of the dungeon. No wonder she was like, let's go. Yeah. Did we know that he was here? I no. didn't know that. I didn't, like, how to... The funny thing is, is you're right, it is like Celeste knew he would be here. Like, she got the clue. Right. Somehow. <laughs> no! <laughs> what is he someone, doing The here? best we got was someone mentioned, like, Locke is in a mountain far away searching for a treasure. This isn't a mountain. But the, yeah, this is it. But like, I like. Uh, okay. Wow, lock. All right. Whoa! What are you guys doing here? What was our lock? You're all safe. Behold, yeah. a legendary relic that can restore life. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lucky that you managed to land here because the actual clue for how to find lock. I don't know that we would have found it until we looked it up later in the game. Right. Which is, remember that soldier at the Colosseum that was like, talk to the emperor twice? Yeah. If you go to the Bowser's house, there's a painting of the emperor, and if you like talk to it twice, I think you get a clue about the phoenix treasure hidden in like a star-shaped Oh, mountain. that's right. Some kind of crazy shit. That's right. That's Eventually, like three, three steps long or something. In an upcoming episode, we're like, oh, that must have been what told us to come here. Yeah, but we've luckily didn't have to go through that whole rigmarole, and right. we just go through it on our own later to see it. 
But to refresh you about Locke's past, he put a woman in a coma, and now he's been searching for a treasure that would fix it. Yep. That looks like magicite. Correct. Oh, Correctamundo. Legend that. has it that ages ago, the phoenix <laughs> was turned to stone, and many legends are based on facts. <laughs> this has some major cracks in it, though. I fear it may have lost its power. That's for Rachel, isn't it? My life will have no meaning until I can can right this terrible wrong. A lot of, that's going around. That's that issue is going around. He's horrible too. He and Cyan <laughs> should be good friends. They've done terrible things to, to women. Is it gonna teleport us out of here? And I'm gonna be like, wait a minute, there was part of a thing in there. The village of Koling. There was a thing in there. There was a sparkle. There was a sparkle thing in there. Don't worry about whatever that thing was right now, because you're back in Rachel's basement. Yeah, much like the cave on the Velt, it takes you out of the dungeon and puts you in a different part of the world. We're in the basement with Locke's girlfriend, Rachel, who's in a coma. Mm -hmm. Surrounded by flowers, sleeping in the bed. So now it's time for Locke to fix his terrible wrong Mm -hmm. with a piece of crystal. This part is really cool, actually. it is. (laughs) Rachel, can you make my crystal whole? But you and Celeste, we're gonna, like, get together and stuff, man. (sighs) If only the Magicite didn't bear those deep cracks. I think you've been wasting your time, young man. Oh, man. This old man who hangs out in the basement with Rachel is such a fucking asshole. Yeah. He's the one who told Locke to begin with that there was probably a treasure out there that would work. And then Locke shows up with this treasure and he's like, I think you wasted all of your time and this young woman's time and my time. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck dick. him. <laughs> Whoa, wait, wait. Can we heal the deep wounds of our past? Whoa, whoa. Was that like a bird? It's a phoenix. So he uses the phoenix magicite. Right. And a big, like, outline of, like, a red phoenix, like, sort of flashes over the screen. Yeah, it takes up the whole screen. So you just, like, see this image of a bird appear. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. A phoenix. The magicite's gonna shatter. Locke. Rachel. Rachel. Wait, so, so she's... Locke. I've dreamed of seeing you. I wanted to hear your voice. Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) The phoenix has given me so little time. I have to leave again soon. Really? But I have something I I must tell you. Locke, with you, I was so happy. In the instant of that accident occurred, I thought only of you and about the joy you brought me. How about, like, the year she spent with no memory, like, being a total jerk to Locke and, like, turning her family against him? Yeah. Does she remember that at all? Do you Does remember she, that, Rachel? Do you think Locke's gonna bring that up right now? When but, you were uh, fucking, like, get oh, out of here! All you remember is how happy we were together? Because, uh... <laughs> Thank you, Locke. I'll never forget you. Rachel! <laughs> no! I have to go now. I'll always love you. You must now cast off the anguish you've been harboring inside for so long. (laughs) Today I set your heart free. You must learn to love yourself again and regain your self-respect. Because you are failing badly. (laughs) Is it weird to you that not just in this game, but all media, dead people are always telling everyone that, like, they're forgiven and they should move on with their lives and, like, that they're really great people? Uh Like, there's no dead assholes or, like, dead people harboring (laughs) grudges ever. Almost never. 
uh, horror movies. The Grudge. Ja- wait, no, Jacob. What's his name in Scrooge? Oh, Jacob Marley. Jacob Marley comes and he's like, "You fucking asshole." Yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I, you get these back chains to are on me. Dickensian ghost. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We need to do an adaptation of A Christmas Carol where Jacob Marley talks like that. Yeah, it's they're all bros. Yeah, you fucking piece of shit, bro. You fucking I died. I got these chains on me. Come on, man. Get your shit together. Be a better person. And Ebenezer Scrooge's like, bro, it was all about the bottom line. You knew that. When we started Fandango, you and I... (laughs) I was like, when we started DraftKings together. exactly. (laughs) Phoenix, be reborn again and give your power to luck. Yeah, whenever anyone has like a ghost or supernatural experience, it's about a loved one, like letting them off, like... Letting them off the hook. Yeah, like forgiving them. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like some shit you'd make up to get yourself (laughs) off the hook. Right, yeah. Like, you know, if you tell me a story about how your grandfather won't stop, like, just standing and staring at you angrily, like that, I might believe you. Right. But no, no, it's always always like, and my wife told me, fuck other women. that other woman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rachel. Floating? Yeah, she's ascending, or she's on the floor, I don't know. <laughs> she's a save point again. Oh, she's many save points. That's how I want to go. I want to split into three sparklies and float away. Yeah. And become the phoenix. This is beautiful. It looks really good. But the phoenix was really a map. Or something. Do another know. treasure. <laughs> Please bring us back to wherever that was. You know it's gonna spit us out in some random town. Fuck. Lock. This is you. Oh, thanks. I'm okay. <laughs> I feel lighter than air. From here on, I'll be alright. Let's go. I have work to do. So Locke just watched his girlfriend die, who he was like trying to save for multiple years, right? Yeah. And his response is, I feel lighter than air. What the fuck? Well, I mean, to be, to be fair, it like, it worked, right. sort of. He got to talk to Rachel, and now it's over. Like, that's all... It's that's like all he defin- needed? Well, I mean, think he about... He was hoping to bring her back to life, and then, like, live with her. Advocate time. Uh-huh. But just, like, think about how many years this was, like, weighing on him. And now, one way or another, it's put... It's done. It's over. There's nothing more that can be done. He did everything he could. And he even got to have her say nice things to him. Okay. But I'm just saying, when you are like, I've been trying to get back together with my ex-girlfriend for years. Right. And then the moment that she says that she loves you, she dies. You're not going to feel lighter than air. I'm going to I'm gonna couch it like this. A loved one of yours is on life support for years and okay. unresponsive. And right, right before they die, they wake up and tell you that they all love right. you and it was all worth it. And then they die and now it's over. I still wouldn't feel lighter <laughs> than air. No, but... I would feel, uh, yeah. Like Lighter than air is a really like, I'm about to break out into song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like a million dollars. Yeah, I see your point. I see your point. It's not good phrasing. I, what the fuck? Now they can finally be together. Where's he piecing off to? So now that that's all done, Locke turns to us and is like, I got a ton of shit. Yeah, all the empty treasure chests from the Phoenix Cave. He's got all the stuff. So he just starts listing it off. I like this. This is a because they could have just let you open the chests and get the stuff. I right. think this is kind of I don't no. Know. You, you well, it's just that misdirect of like, why are all of these chests empty? Because oh, he's a treasure hunter. There was hunter. a reason. Yeah, the treasure hunter was here. Yeah. Here's an X potion. A Phoenix down. 
An X Ether. An X Ether. An elixir. Uh-huh. A flame shield. A valiant knife. He's like, these are the treasures I found in the past year. Yeah. The treasures of the Phoenix Cave. Oh, the, all the boxes that were empty. Oh! Dude, yes! <laughs> this is like the five bats in the first game. It's like any oh little God, thing you're right. that you're yeah, like a you're satisfied. Totally right, yeah. What, but on top <laughs> of that, this game has a story that you can follow right. and those little things <laughs> yeah. that you can connect. Yeah, what it's you know? totally great. <laughs> He's like, you thought you didn't get those boxes, but, but you, you did! did. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like, a, like we kept being like, why are they empty? I disappointed by the empty boxes. But it was like, why are they empty? And I love that there's a great fucking specific yeah. reason. Right, let's move out. We have to app an appointment with Kafka. Do we? Well, it's like loose, you know. <laughs> we have other appointments first. Fuck, dude. So now that that's over... I still have in the back of my head that there's something we missed at the bottom of the cave. And I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, we need to find out what that sparkly thing was. And this time, for sure, like when you leave the Phoenix Cave, there is definitely like a red sparkly thing that mm -hmm. doesn't look like anything else anywhere in the game. Uh, why are... I, we have to find out what... The, wh I, I'm, all, I'm gonna look it up I, so, to see if it's worth going, what it is. And This guy's telling you about where the experience egg is buried. It's buried in a tomb to the west. But we already have it. Phoenix Cave, FF6. There was a special sparkly thing. So I look up a walkthrough. Walk inside, go through the door, go through all the doors, do the things, go down, save point, more things. <laughs> Dragon. I just finished Phoenix Cave and saw a red sparkle in the room where you find luck, blah blah blah, it seems inaccessible. I was just wondering what this red sparkle does purpose. This guy says it's an exit. Use it to leave the Phoenix Cave if you redo the entire thing. Oh my god, that would have been so upsetting. That would have been so I was so ready to go do it. Oh my god. Thank you, the internet. Yeah, especially forums. Yeah. Like, game facts have definitely gone downhill right. since the days of, like, text bin game facts, and mm -hmm. now that we're in this era of ad-filled insanity that doesn't load on phones, but old message boards <laughs> are still out there, and there's still people's <laughs> questions from years ago. Well, that's the thing, is, like, you wouldn't even in a walkthrough mention this, because why would you go back yeah, and even exactly, talk about yeah. this thing? So we had to find it in a forum where somebody was literally literally having the same experience as us. Mm -hmm. Dude, thank you. You just saved us a lot. Okay, so now we want to make a party out of who? If we're going to the magic thing, I don't know. Let's see what magic Locke has. Well, I... I you want to go to Narsh first? Yeah, now that we have Locke. So we go to Narsh. Yeah, because now... Narsh. Narsh. Excuse me. Yeah, now that we have Locke, we can check off that $100,000 clue. Right. There's an old man <laughs> in the weapons shop. Yeah. Oh yeah, lock can pick the locks here. Oh, is, oh, so all of the locked doors are. Yeah, he opens them. Oh, great. Did we just there was a old guy who was like, "There's an old man who wants He's to talk." In the to armor him. shop, but we need a lock in order to open them. Yeah, it's great treasure. It's a great treasure. There's never been treasure. a better treasure since ancient times. <laughs> It's in, this legend has it, it's buried in the Figaro Desert. Legends are saying many great things. Lots of legends are saying. <laughs> it's under the sand. It's the greatest treasure since King Tut. Treasure, it is without measure. It is for your pleasure. Man, Narsh is just like so loaded with stuff, it's unbelievable. 
I was like, well, we gotta find out what that red sparkle is. <laughs> Everywhere they've teleported us out of has been like, you're done here. Yeah. There was no red sparkle in the fucking shadow cave, though. If there was one there, then I would have known when I saw the other one. They must not have deemed it worthy, you know? I deemed it worthy. They didn't. Well, they're wrong. And I'm right. Because they just designed this thing. I'm playing it. Yeah, this is like a great example of like what being right gets you. This game, like I'm right about this, and it's like this game has been out for like thirty years. Yeah, I love like when things first started, and I saw the name Locke. I was like, oh, maybe it's like a philosopher thing. And now I'm like, oh, because he picks. He's locks. a lock guy. Yeah, <laughs> he like has knows about locks. Because he's a treasure hunter. <laughs> You know, Indiana Jones always picking locks. <laughs> He's an expert <laughs> lock picker. Where the fuck is the weapon store I think in it's, this place? It's, I remember the layout of this place being insane. Right. God, so much has happened in this game. It's a lot of things that happened in this game. So much that I feel like we've barely had time to talk about nonsense. Like, something's always happening, and we're reading voices. I don't know, I think we've had a couple of conversations about that since through the process. After editing 21 episodes of this season, how do you feel about that comment that we barely talked about nonsense? Could have been more, I guess. <laughs> Less really? dialogue, really? more nonsense. Okay. What? Do you remember this box? Yeah. It locked, and it wouldn't open, and now I opened it, and it's empty. What the fuck? Wait, is that a joke? What? Wait. No, man. What? Yeah, I remember that. Is this the box that you earlier in voiceover we were saying that like we never opened that box? Yeah, and it was one I of was the mistaken. Only yeah, I thought we never opened it. What happens is we opened it and it's empty, <laughs> which makes me wonder if there's some way you can open it before the world of ruin. I don't know. Because I mean, like when you come into the when okay. <clears throat> Theory time, because like you yeah, come okay. in to Narsh the first time in the world of Ruin, and mm. the pickpocket is making his way out, going like, I already got everything. Right. There's just a Moogle. So like, right. maybe if you can, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I just don't know. But there, and we we'll open never it, find we, out. We open it, and there's nothing in it. Yeah, we're not, if we'll you never... know, audience, tell us, because we're not going to look it up. We're on to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's empty? Would it not be empty if we came with the right person? Who would be the right person? Locke is the right person. Dude, I don't know. Fuck that box, because we're going to the weapons shop or whatever. I bet you whoever this is is going to be looking for the legendary ore adamant. Really? And I bet you it's buried in the Figaro Desert. And this is going to be a okay. special sword. I'll take, that, I'll take that bet. I wanted this to be true so badly. I, I really thought you had just like seen the Matrix. I really am sure that I was onto something. Spoilers, I'm not. Yeah. You he's, could be right. He's you in the weapons right. shop, right? He's in the weapons shop. I'm, uh, I'll, all right. There's an, you're, you, you know. Gentleman's bet. Gentleman's bet. I'll bet against you just for the sport of it. I mean, I don't know that it's going to be specifically that's great, Adam That's Ant. such a great, yeah, that's such a great prediction. Right? That's such, that's that's, man, yeah, no, but, yeah, I mean, man. <laughs> He's gonna be looking for it, and it's gonna be buried okay, in the here's big... the weapon shop. All right. I thought the two different clues that he said when you give him $100,000 were connected, you know? Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, that would make go sense. Here. Yeah. yeah, and then there's another thing buried under Figaro Desert. It's gonna be like, I can make you a legendary weapon. Uh, there he is. I've been waiting for you. I wanted to give you this. 
I ran a weapon shop for 70 years. This stone gives off an eerie aura. He just has a magicite for if us. I melted it and forged the sword. Yes! It's powerful. Yes. Well, make this stone into a sword. Wait. Okay, so you, do we want the you sword, Magicite, or you, or you make, make a, a sword? sword? Unlike all the other Magicite, this one gives you an option. Mm-hmm. And you're not totally wrong. Like, this is for, like, an ultimate sword kind of right. thing, and it's a stone, but it's not adamant. In the other games, adamant mm-hmm. led to Excalibur, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is it's just not Excalibur, Ragnarok, Ragnarok. Which also existed in game four, in addition to Excalibur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway... I was close. Yeah. I want the sword. Yeah. Right? I bet you the Magicite's awesome, but... I don't want... I don't care. I want the sword. Whoa! Whoa! Ragnarok is a really strong sword. Yep, battery power goes way up. I know, and we don't know this yet, but it also has a chance to cast flare when you attack. Like, we're finally getting to the points where weapons do, like, multiple things at a time. Like, you really are just, like, raining terror down on your enemies. It feels good. It's a, yeah. Ragnarok and the Atma weapon. Battery power at 510. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Let's not look up what we missed out on by not taking the Magicite. Let's not ever know that. Never know it. (laughs) Not even in the future, future, future. (laughs) I still don't know what it does. Yeah, and I mean, you know what? We almost never use Esper's as summons, so whatever spells it had, I'm not sad that we missed them, Mm -hmm. and we never would have summoned it anyway. The sword is great. Uh, Do we want to get out of here now, or is there... Open all the doors. Yeah, yeah, unlock all the doors. I've already opened almost all of them already. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'm bummed that my prediction about like he was gonna need the thing. <laughs> yeah, I am too. That was in. Maybe this the game desert. doesn't have an ad. Doesn't have an adamant loop. I mean, that seems to just because be. It seems to just be go get it. Go get a Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok. Because you needed lock. Lock is not so hot at fighting anymore. We'll get him back up to speed. I mean, I just don't think he'll be able to catch up. Like, what is his deal again? He's a thief. Is he equipped? Yeah. He's equipped with his best weapon, actually, according to the thing. Well, maybe he won't be a part of the core team. Like, I would take Bigfoot over this guy, I think. So right now, the question is, how do we get under the Figaro Desert? Right, and... The obvious answer is the castle will go underneath it. Another obvious answer. <laughs> There's two obvious answers. Yeah. <laughs> the other one is that you could take the cave that led you to the Figaro mm-hmm. castle when it was underground because this cave leads to an underground under the desert. I still wish this was the answer because I love the idea of like, we went into that cave and went into the castle where it was stuck. Mm-hmm. Now the castle is dislodged, which should just leave a big open a space. A big hole. Well, you know? if that's the case, are they, when they tunnel, are they leaving tunnels? I imagine the ground must collapse back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I do wish that going back into that cave led, led to, to it, it. But it doesn't, and we're about to do that. Oh, yeah. What if, if we that's go in that under cave the Figaro and Desert? Figaro Castle isn't there anymore. There's something else there. Good idea. Right. Yeah. That's under the Figaro idea. Desert. I'm I'm in tune with something right now, even though I'm not nailing it. No, I think you're right. I'm gonna get the airship and take it over there. So where did I put it? Oh god, this to the right. Never stray too far from your airship. Yeah, because then you gotta wander around a map where there's random encounters. You're like where is it? <laughs> okay, it's, it's, it's just off the other side. 
Where did I park my car? Was it P3? Some days when I come over and we play for like 12 hours, I leave and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> my car is parked somewhere around here. One of the streets. <laughs> yeah. We probably would have been walking around in that desert aimlessly. I was gonna be like, it's in a pixel somewhere. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> I, just, I was ready to believe was... it. So we enter the cave that we think is gonna lead to under the desert. Yeah. And Locke's attacks are being weird. Well, what sucks about this is that his ultimate weapon has a chance to cause instant death. Right. And it does it pretty regularly, actually. Right. But since we have him dual attacking, I think there's some kind of glitch that if the second attack is not a weapon that causes instant death, it cancels out the instant death so that it can cause damage. Effectively, what we're seeing is that he'll do an attack on an enemy. The enemy will disappear and then reappear. And then and it he'll seems attack like it happened. again. Yeah, and it's like, it doesn't work. Yeah. I guess the wing edge is doing this? Yeah. I was gonna say, I didn't think it was the best weapon, though, that said. It said it was his best weapon. It was, to other things, just doing damage before. Yeah, and Cyan's level 8 sword attack can go fuck itself, because it doesn't do anything. Like, I don't don't know what the deal is with these best weapons that don't do shit. I don't either. What are they talking- like, what do they mean? I don't know how to figure it out, either. It has a 25% chance of inflicting death when attacking with it. I don't know, dude. So we make it to the end of the cave. Yep. Yeah, I guess this is not it. This cave. Oh, oh, well. The cave of nothing. I'm, I'm still proud of the idea, even though it was wrong. Yeah, I really thought it was going to be a winner. So our next thought is go back to the castle of Figaro and drive it. Yeah, which actually this thought makes perfect sense. Yeah. Also, if you want to get under the desert, your castle need to goes do under the desert. Mm-hmm. Go to Figaro. So yeah, go to the engine room. Yeah, okay. So if you drive the Figaro castle through the desert, through the underground, it bumps into something and they stop and the engine guy is like, there's something in the way. Should we stop? There's something odd about this stratum. As if we've bumped into something. Stop and explore. Yes. The technology used to drive this ship is way beyond anything I've conceived of. If they were <laughs> yeah. like, we can tell this this stratum is different. Like, yeah, maybe it's detecting like it all like knows the le- layers of sediment. It's yeah. like down here is the bedrock, and so we can't go through that. But yeah, is it like sending out like you know in Jurassic Park where they have that like vacuum cleaner on the sand at the beginning, and they're going like boom, and, and then they're like, there's a dinosaur d- under there, you know, <laughs> using ultrasound. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying the fuck out of this, dude. We walk around in the prison of the Figaro Castle. Yeah, which it's like there's a hole in the prison where the cave we were just exploring used to lead to. Right. But now we can go out of that hole into the underground. <laughs> right. And but you know what? You've been the whole time going, I hope we can go to the underground. We, oh, you're right. Here, uh-huh. we, Just as there is the ground, there is the underground. Yeah. But on our way through the prison, we stop off to talk to the guard that's still here. There's no prisoners. He's still here? What does he have to say? This guy is like, I know someone who deserves to be locked up in here. Just pacing around going like, just wait till I get my hands on them. I'm going to lock them up in this dungeon, throw away the key. Who? I don't know. Just somebody. Somebody he knows. So now you're in a new dungeon, I think. A dungeon that will lead to a treasure. Nobody. Whoa. Whoa. This underground castle has a lawn. (laughs) Yeah, what? The cave leads out into a courtyard? Is this the coolest secret in the game? Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Okay, so we're in the middle of the underground desert, and there's an irrigation system? 
that's been like active. And sunshine. More than water, there's You're, sunshine yes, down good, here. Good there's valid, yeah, light. There's photosynthesis <laughs> happening. Or it's all astroturf. Could be all fake, fake it's all, grass. It's gotta be fake grass. What the... So we come upon the ruins of an actual ancient castle mm-hmm. that's not only just made out of stone, but is also crumbling. Right. right. <laughs> and it's underground. And it's underground. This is an awesome ruin. And then we we see a flashback of the original war of the Magi taking place on the lawn of this castle. Right. This seems to be am- like the Doma Castle of a thousand years ago. Exactly, yeah. And now that we've shown up, oh, we you're just right. It's know. totally a similar scene of like right. there's some little guys jumping up and down. Yeah, it's it's a lot like the Doma Castle invasion going on. And as you do when you show up at a ruin, you can just feel the history. Mm-hmm. And when you feel the history, you see it play out directly in front of you. It's definitely a place that feels like there's a lot of ghosts and secrets mm-hmm. and old bad things that happened, you know? <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck are these guys? I don't know. Where's the fire coming from? It's an Esper attack! Let's show them some of our Esper magic! A thousand years in the past, a battle was waged here. Oh, these are like leftovers from the Magi War? But still doing it? They've just been living down here. Still warring. Only Odin is here! Are your wounds healed? Is this a flashback? I don't know. It is a flashback. Yeah. We're seeing what happened with Odin in the throne room of this castle mm-hmm. a thousand years ago. I think uh, because we're underground, everything is dim. So when it switches to like the sepia of flashback, <laughs> uh-huh. it's not really pronounced at all. Like right. you can't tell. <laughs> we're fresh out of options. We'll have to leave this battle in Odin's hands. I think it might be a flashback to a thousand years ago what happened here. He's like, I've been researching this. A city ruined during the War of the Magi. I'm sorry. A city ruined by during the War of the Magi. The Magi. Adam Edge! Whoa. Oh, all those people got cut in half. Whoa! That was a pretty cool effect. And this ghost is like, do you want to know about espers? <laughs> So we see a flashback in the main hall of the castle, which is like Odin in his prime, which we know Odin is like an old man who lives in a broke-ass tower in poor town. Wait, what? We met Odin when he's taking care oh, of Oh, right. He's that... No, that he's... was Ramu. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> They're both... No. Never mind. We don't know Odin. We don't know Odin. Fuck that. Okay, I'll start over. So <laughs> we see a flashback in the main room of this castle where presumably Odin, who's like a badass on some kind of horse or something, Mm -hmm. uh, he cuts like a bunch of soldiers in half, and then like a ghost comes up to him, and they start fighting. (laughs) And that's like all we see. Adam Edge, oh wait, I can't cut a ghost in half. (laughs) I have no body. So Odin is battling a ghost. Yeah, and Locke tells us that he knows the story of this place, I guess. And he tells us that, like, Odin once fought, like, a, a sorcerer here. Mm-hmm. So you sort of start to get the idea that, like, the sorcerer must have been the Kefka of the right. time or something. Odin says, don't do it. You can't turn me into magicite. Oh, you're going to be in my pocket, baby. This is so cool. And I hope, like, this is all still vague to me, so I hope we can tease it out. But, mm-hmm. like... This castle contains, like, the story of the original War of the Magi, right. which 
much like how the opera mirrors like Celeste's journey through mm-hmm. the game, like the original War of the Magi, like mirrors the game you just played. It's right. like su- such a good layer. It's great too because it's like this additional thing that isn't really. It's not really important to our story Mm-mm. what happened back before. But no. if you want to know, yeah, it's there's like some awesome shit that you can go find under the ground. Yeah, there's like an extra layer of lore there for mm-hmm. those who who want it and can solve some really obtuse puzzles. <laughs> oh, these puzzles are about to get. <laughs> really obtuse. There's an ancient legend. It tells of a battle between Odin and a powerful sorcerer that took place in a great hall of the castle. And we're gonna recreate it? Those are some fearsome goblins. Yeah, those are some those are definitely the best goblins I've ever seen. They got extra arms on their heads. They got arms on their heads. And then That's how- and then instead of horns also horns. Monster in a box. A Cantanasol. Oh boy. Oh shit. Okay, focus. Oh, baby. <laughs> it, it is insane how much damage we're magnifying through the way that like we've got our setup rolling. Offering times one. Offering has got to be a sword, right? Offering changes the game for us. But first, we have to find out what the hell it is, and that means you got to scroll through a thousand items. I hate having to do this every time we get an item. I know. Offering. No, I'm looking, yeah, I'm also... Fight into X-Fight? Okay. What does that mean? X-Fight is like, it shouldn't be allowed. I mean, that the, this part of the game is so great because they allow you to become completely overpowered. Yeah, if you go through all of these side quests, you're going to be beyond yeah. powerful. I mean, wh- one thing I just want to say, like in a lot of modern games, I feel like the developers have this like obsession with balance, mm-hmm. which is like, who gives a shit? Like, I've already <laughs> right. put in like a right. hundred hours. Like, let me just be a fucking badass. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now X fight for Sabine might be crazy. What is he doing? He's just going. He's just what going. He, what is he doing? No. <laughs> Do you even have like control over him? No, I just. I, I hit fight, and he just did it. It gives Sabine eight turns instead of one. Right, because he's already getting two turns. Right, so, so it adds a would... multiplier of four yeah. to his two turns. What the fuck? It's amazing. His it, it does so much damage now. So X fight is good, right? This is what good. the. Fuck. <laughs> X-Fight. Does what, six attacks? I think it's more. Did that break the game? So now we're going to fight Odin, finally. So we walk up to the statue of Odin in mm-hmm. the main room, which we saw Odin get turned to stone in that last cutscene. Right. I think I mentioned that. but And he's super powerful in that last cutscene, so we're ready for a fight. Or not. Or we're just going to get him. We're just going to get him. A shard. Instead, he disappears, and we get something called a shard. <laughs> we sharded. Yeah. No fight? There's got to be something else in here. He didn't want a blizzard orb. orb. We got an orb. Another gold hairpin. We got our first orb. Do me a favor and steal from Oh, wait. X-Fight, watch. Now that there's more than one enemy, he's going to attack all of them. Dude, is this legal? This is definitely not street legal. Are they allowing this? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? If I were the enemy right now, I'd be like, what, 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 do we, 
We have turns for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're really rewarding us for looking into the nooks and crannies. This room is just nothing? I don't understand. I don't understand either. But also... Sure, you yeah. You know how they like to joke cool. around. Alright. I guess that's the throne room. And we got a shard of Magicite from Odin? That doesn't seem like... So because there was no boss fight, we're like, what else is here? Mm -hmm. The place stinks of secrets. <laughs> it's exactly so right. we go downstairs, which I guess this is the queen's old room or something. Yeah, or her private library. There's a Yeah, there's a book. This is the only time you can read a book on the shelf. Yes. It's a shelf there's book. a shelf book. A book with a gem-encrusted cover, Queen's Diary. Really? I realize now that I'm in love with Odin. Whoa. This breaks every rule of our society. <laughs> <laughs> but my heart longs for this noble, elegant man. How could anyone blame me? After the fighting is over, I'm going to bear my soul to him. Whoa. But no, I think maybe what they're implying is like, I'm in love with Odin. This breaks every rule of our society is that Odin and this lady got together and like the war of the Magi happened because of it and the Espers were like, we gotta stop, get out of here. This is bad, mixing with people. Really? Because this castle is like a thousand years old. Yeah, but I'm also just thinking like, don't you think that that would be a non-optional element of the game for the story? But the War of the Magi has very little to do with what's going on now. I guess it just you're right. It sets up the world. It's yeah. like extra lore. You're right. But the, what caused the War of the Magi I don't. I mean, I may be reading too much into that. Romeo but like, and Juliet. There could be some forbidden love between espers. Just like what caused the current problem, yeah. which is an esper and a human falling in love. Right. Which led to the whole thing. It's, I mean... When will we learn... To Look, not race mix. I am... Oh, my God. Dude, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. I was Is that the say, message of the game? I'm a, I'm a sucker for, like, history repeating in big epic stories. No, no. You know, like, but, the ring was cast aside and everyone forgot it, but then the ring was found again. What's and it, the moral it came back. of the story, though? That the... the to, I don't, oh, no, man. there's no... It's not that... It, that's not the moral of the story. I can't think of what it is because you've totally sidetracked my mind into what else could it be. No. <laughs> no. I don't know that I want to include that. I'm totally joking. I don't mean it's that at all. It's really funny, though. Because <laughs> we found out that you can carry a baby to viable term via Esper and human relations. Right. And then the forbidden love happened again. Today, with Terra being the result of it, exactly. now it's all happening now again. Now it's all happening again. Think, is that all that's in here? Just like an extra little place? I wanted a dragon. I wanted a dragon. I wanted a. What I want to know I is. I want to fight with Owen. Where the fuck are all the dragons? There's five left. Five. Where are they? Where could they be? I think we know where <laughs> one of them is. Maybe in that. The that tower, maybe? No, no, no. The, uh, the woods. Yeah. Yeah, before I leave, make sure that there's nothing. No, I think there's a blue dragon in here. Oh, really? Before we leave, I look up any other secrets that may exist here. Right. And it turns out there is a dragon and more. Mm-hmm. Whoa, okay. What? Whoa, okay. Go back in, go back in. So now that you have the Esper, this is ridiculous. Take it, go, go down. I, I can't believe what I'm about to say. Stand five paces down from the queen's throne, the one on the right. There was a hidden switch. What? <laughs> a secret passage in the room where you found the X-Ether. Descend a new set of stairs. 
What the fuck? It was a hidden switch five paces down from the queen's like, fucking throne? Really hidden. How are you ever supposed to know that? Yeah, like you were saying, like, well, you could figure out the castle is underground, but I mean... That part of that, it? No fucking way. It just way. keeps getting... Where like, are the eight dragons? Oh my god. There's gonna be less of that as we continue forward in these series of games, right? I have no idea. I mean, I honestly... You I do. Think so. You I, know that there's a lot more esoteric weird not shit like, like this i mean this is so you know what i mean because the thing is is it's like when i was a kid i played a lot of final fantasy 7 mm. i only got to the end once and i certainly did not do all of the secrets or the i didn't do even close to right. everything i just got in that way i think that there's a lot more of this because i remember is, in 12 i'll never forget that weird gate opening sequence which dropped but a crystal. it came with a clue like, it? it had a clue. It was yeah. like, walk through it from sunrise to sunset or some <laughs> bullshit, you know? It had some, at least some bullshit in it. Uh -huh. This is, there is not a fucking thing to indicate to you. Stand five paces down from the queen's throne. Yeah. And you got to sit there for a couple of seconds. Mm -hmm. And then you hear a thing. And then there's a, somewhere else, this, a door opened. This like, it's is, not right next man, to you. This is the kind of secret that would make you feel like, especially in a time before the internet, that there could be anything in this game yeah you know definitely. like you, it, it just if you f when you found this you would be like what else what right. else is there what else <laughs> how would you even know where the stairs that opened up were you wouldn't are you ready blue dragon i'm so glad you were like that's all that's here four dragons left ran the queen was turned to stone so in the secret basement, mm -hmm. we find first the blue dragon and then the petrified statue of the queen. So they both got turned to stone, I think I they guess. both had petrify cast on them, you know? They were stoned. Right. They got stoned by a sorcerer. And that Odin is kind of the original Maduin, and she is kind of the original Madonna. Mm-hmm. But they never got a chance to make that baby. No, they didn't, because they got stoned. They got stoned. <laughs> they couldn't have kids. That's your moral right there, oh, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Throw that gravity bong in the trash, kids. <laughs> a tear comes from the stone. The Magicite Odin gains a level and becomes the Magicite Raiden. Cool. Did we miss something by, like, not leveling up as Odin? Let's look at his skills. I bet he just has more spells than one now. I would think. Oh, right. Oh, we might have missed Meteor. <sighs> Fuck! Why? The magic that was associated with Odin is now lost to the world. Because yeah. they leveled up Odin, Odin became Raiden. It's a bummer, but it doesn't really... The weird thing about that to me is that Odin was like a guy who then was turned into this crystal. Was Raiden another guy? Well, using my vague knowledge of mythology, uh -huh. I think Odin and Raiden are both lightning gods from different cultures. Okay. Does that make sense? It an makes enough sense. So, I don't I know. I guess. <sighs> oh, fuck. Why didn't the thing even warn me about that in the walkthrough? <sighs> we can go back to that save. I mean, he leveled up, and now he has... Uh, quick which is a pretty crazy spell on its own yeah it lets you cast things twice or something well if you cast it on someone i think they get two turns yeah they get two turns or i don't remember it's but powerful stuff it's along with that x attack thing this and one other we're gonna get later are what make us totally just a, a force that can't be stopped that and walking in the woods <laughs> yeah plenty of walking in the woods and vitamins yeah we might have fucked it up i mean they 
walking back into Figaro Castle out of that other castle, we're a lot more powerful, and we talk to that same guard that was in the prison that we talked to on the way in. And he says, you found an ancient text at the library, right? Oh, um, I, we did, yes. We did, yes. How does he know about this? When we walked in, was he like, you have the look of people who have just found a book. Well, he saw where we went. I guess he must have gone down there, too, and like walked all over and been like, huh, cool. Was he strong enough to survive that fucking area? Um, I guess he knew not to open the monsters. (laughs) I mean, one thing about these Final Fantasy games is like every time you go from one place to another, it's like a struggle because you're fighting dangerous giant monsters. But you'll meet people who are like, I love traveling. And you're like, what? You're a (laughs) four-year-old. Yeah. But what? What about it? Maybe it's like, you know, if you had some secret ancient knowledge and you ran into someone else who you thought might also, maybe you'd just like raise your eyebrow at right. them and be like, yeah. You found that book, right? We both and know. then So what this is is like an eye contact thing that we're not seeing because they're sprites. And then they like nod to each other with well, like when the knowledge like of a that, thousand years of history. Plausible. And then they walk off. <laughs> You know what that probably is? That's indicating that there's more in the thing. From a game design point of standpoint, right? you're totally right. You what like this walk is... out, you talk to this guy, and he's like, "There was something else." He's in like, that "You got it place. all, right? You got it yeah. all." But that makes sense. He... That it makes, makes more sense, sense in than... a world where we have to remove ourselves from the world of the game. Mm-hmm. What did the ancient text in the library say? Now oh, the queen was like in love with the guy, or whatever. And that's episode 21. Oh, man. Can you feel the momentum building? <laughs> I, can, I can. I totally... Yeah. F- I'm feeling like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, we're there almost. We're I know. practically there. We're, there's still, like, five or six episodes left. <laughs> but, like, relatively, <laughs> in the scope of things, like, that's not of, a lot. Right. You're right. <laughs> just the whole size of the first season. Just more than a month. A little bit more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, a lot happened in this one. Mostly learning about the Thousand Years Ago War mm-hmm. with... Odin and Raiden and the Queen. You know, like, people have such reverence for the, this game, and I that, I think these are the reasons why. Like, yeah. the stuff you... Like, it's good up until before the World of Ruin, mm-hmm. but all the stuff you keep finding in the World of Ruin just, like, makes it so much deeper. It does make the world feel real and full, mm-hmm. even though there's stuff like this guy in the prison who's like, you should go back in for that thing that it's impossible for me to know about, but well, that, yeah, that's what I, it. Like, we discussed that because we are so in the game that right. we can't see the game design. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, obvious exactly. that's what it is. Exactly. And we're like, what is he talking about? Did he go in there? Yeah. <laughs> well, what's next week? I think we make an attempt at this magic tower. Oh, yeah, we go back to the Tower of the Magi. You never know what's going to happen. We still haven't done the Colosseum stuff. Right. Um, trying to think what else. I know there's a couple other coming. surprises we're going to run into. We haven't gotten Strago or Realm still. So oh, yeah. So they're left. Uh-huh. So join us next week. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's do the billboard segment. Yes. I actually got a note from our uh, our advertising agency that they got a real advertisement this time. Oh, shit. They, they, I know we didn't go to the Velt in this episode, but they've put it in the Velt. They've promised it's going to make up for all of the mishaps and awful things that have happened to us, even just going to look for them. It's just in the Velt. Yeah. Just somewhere. Easy to get to. They say you can't miss it. All right. Well, let's go. This place is a very flat I can see the horizon in all directions. I mean, it's kind of beautiful, or it would be if it were full of antelopes and tigers, but it's kind of got weird monsters crawling all Some over it. squirrel monsters. I guess if you can get used to them, it's pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, where's this billboard? Cross over this hill here. 
God damn. Whoa. It, th- I mean, well, this is obviously it. Yeah, wow. It's, I mean, how to describe this? It's at least 100 yards tall. Yeah, it's like a football field turned vertically. Yeah. This is just in the middle of nowhere. Oh, man, it actually, like, whoever designed this took into account how the landscape looks. Anyway, it's yeah, beautiful. This what is, is great. Let's read it. All right, let's read the billboard. The message reads... Dylan Seeley is an award-winning Canadian author and playwright. His work is only available locally, and he doesn't exist on the internet. He hopes to corner the market and become the most popular writer in the world of ruin. XOXO, thoughts and wishes. Wow, Dylan Seeley. I love someone out there, because it's like, you know, the world is ruined, but it's still an opportunity. Yeah. You know, be the first. It's It's your chance to be the first for the first time again. Well, yeah, I mean, how many people have written new books in the world world of ruin? Well, we've seen barely any books at all in this game, so... Should I see if this person actually doesn't exist online? Yeah. Quick Google search. I don't know. There's a bunch of different Dylan Seelys, but I don't know if any of them are playwrights. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't exist online. He might be trying to corner the market in the world of ruin. Uh, He bought a beautiful billboard. I'm always a supporter of anyone doing their art and writing trying to make it it's yeah, great thank it you for great. thank you for purchasing the billboard thank you dylan seeley let's get back to the studio so thank you very much to dylan seeley for the billboard this week if you if you're interested in a billboard you can just email nocappodcast at gmail.com with the subject line billboards and we will make that happen please rate and review us on itunes and apple podcasts yeah. or your podcast player of choice yeah you can find us at nocappodcast that's n-o-c-k-a-t mm-hmm. on the various places that you know to go look for us or you know what sometimes I like to do when there's something I like I in the shower in the morning imagine that I'm on a talk show and they're asking me about it and I explain to them why it's so great so <laughs> you could at least do that in the shower tomorrow morning I recommend to do that yeah if you want to support us on patreon you can get the episodes early you can get the video version or a free t-shirt there's lots of fun stuff out at patreon.com slash no cat and with that here's a little a little no cat dessert yeah here's a fucking stiff drink of no cat <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's not really a digestif. Here's a nightcap <laughs> yeah, just from an unlabeled bottle. <laughs> throw this down into your stomach. Oh my god, he's putting them in little ramekins? This is perfect. Yeah. Ooh, it smells like popcorn butter. There's a good amount of butter in this. Secret to every banana is you gotta eat it with a stick of butter. You eat it with a stick of butter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the secret to. Right, we found it. We figured out the secret to what, how to make a banana good. What? Oh, you eat it with a stick of butter. You gotta be kidding me. There's <laughs> no credit to the banana. That's what Brent That's says. I was insane. joking. I like normal bananas. This is what just Brent on says. Their own. Yeah, when I think of sweet desserts, I think of a stick of butter. Well, I mean, often. Yeah, actually. Do you eat that butter with, with an egg and some egg. flour <laughs> and then put into an oven for a while, but then you fill that with sugar fruit so what are your thoughts on bananas in this form um i mean that was really tasty yeah i felt like the banana flavor was really good but it was really enhanced by a lot of sugar and butter (laughs) like it was such an explosion of sugar and butter that it's like tablespoons of butter and two tablespoons of sugar (laughs) for two whole bananas I'm just trying to make bananas as good as possible that's bananas is banana cream pie I actually really it's, it's really banana cream pie is delicious. Yeah. yeah. Was that too much cinnamon? Did I put too much cinnamon? No, I thought it was perfect. Yeah, I thought it was great. So bananas, they still have a place in society? I never said they what? didn't. I just said they should be better. <laughs> 
And I still think that dish would be amazing with a banana that's better than that one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, maybe we can get our hands on an actually better banana, because yeah, that was a regular old banana just opinion. done right. I mean, that's what you have to do to a banana to make it interesting to me? <laughs> Give him, come on, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was delicious, of course. <laughs> but, like... Like, I can't just, like, dip a banana in cinnamon and eat it and go, like, yes. Right, so you're saying <laughs> that no matter how much polish is on a turd, if the turd, if we can improve the turd, that's the real heart of this question. Yeah, get a better turd. Get a better turd and polish that. Yeah. All right, we'll return to this.